Welcome to the Habit of Happiness podcast. My name is Indy, and if you haven't listened to this podcast before, we want to thank you for tuning in and checking us out. Uh, basically, this podcast is about uh, me and my friend Trent, and in recent years, how we have developed and pushed each other to really be happy and do things that uh, bring us joy and uh, deepen our relationships and deepen our love for not only ourselves, but um, in our faith and for others, and specifically touching on that. This week, kind of going off last week, we're going to be talking about our faith journeys. And the reason that we uh, really wanted to talk about this is because this podcast, like I said, is um, a story about recently in our lives and how we have developed these habits and how uh, we have this mentality now in our lives. And we truly believe that this is a huge part of that story. And not mentioning it would be, um, A, not authentic and would be a huge disservice to our audience and the message that we really feel like we're trying to convey. But thank you for listening again, and we hope you guys enjoy the episode. All right, everybody. So today, as you guys heard in the intro, we're going to be talking about our faith once again. In our last episode, we talked about my faith, and so today we're going to talk about Indy's faith. Um, just to reiterate, okay. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> wow. Hey, this is this is going in. I was, I was going to say we should restart, but we're keeping it going. Um, to reiterate. Um, Indy and I, we were both Christians. We, I would say we're both young in our faith, um, but we are pursuing um, our faith daily, and we'd like to share that with you guys just so you know that we are being authentic with you guys. Um, we want to share why we believe what we do. Um, again, we're not trying to convert anyone. We're not trying to say you need to be this or you need to be that, um, but this is where we have really found growth in our life. We have found that our faith goes along with our happiness and I'm not saying they are something that we always make sure to put together as we are both sinful and we make mistakes but again this is our faith and we just want to share it with you guys so I'm gonna let Indy um, do similar to what I did in our last episode I'm gonna let him share a little bit about his faith journey and where he's at today uh, yeah so just to give I guess like the briefest overview and kind of like how Trent talked about last time if there's Anyone that is interested in like hearing um, what I would call like my testimony, um, definitely like reach out, and I'm more than willing to share that in more of like an intimate setting and like in a setting where there's like a lot more intentional dialogue. Um, but I guess it's just a synopsis. Um, I was definitely raised in a Christian family. Um, you guys know this, but um, born being born into a family, I guess with uh, all girls, with my dad having passed away, it was definitely like. Um, my mom and like my sisters and I would all go to church and um, a lot of the times we would just relate everything back to like getting through this like grieving process. So kind of like that's how I saw church as a kid was just like um, how I can use it as like a mantle for um, just like everything that my family was going through. But um, I mean, we were like definitely like lukewarm Christians. I mean, in the sense that we like went to church but it was nothing more than that and like we would never really have like conversations about it or like push each other obviously because like we were kids and mm -hmm. my mom was working and going back to school and like x y and z which was totally fine like um the way that it was and um but then as like time went on you know went to a few christian camps uh, throughout like middle school and stuff uh volunteered at those camps met a lot of great mentors throughout high school um and this past summer ended up working at that same camp um, for three months, which was like the most like transformative experience I've ever had. And like, maybe we'll do an episode on that, what yeah. that was like for me. Yeah. Um, but 
that really changed uh, my perspective on how I wanted to pursue my faith in college and like really put it on my own shoulders. So that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, but definitely, like Trent said, always looking forward to like improve and uh, see like where I can go next with this journey. So, yeah. So I think something that I think would be cool for you to dive into right away. So you talked about your family situation. Um, obviously, I know one of your sisters, Kate or Barry. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Barry. She's awesome. Um, her name's not actually. Her name's not actually <laughs> Barry. That's right. Um, but so you said you're talking about how you used it as something to like get through the next day, mm-hmm. or where you just like put your sorrows to. Um, as you've like matured, and like grown as a man and in your faith, where do you see a change of that? Like, do you see yourself seeing like that guilt and sorrow? Like, oh, this like has to go to Christ. Or where do you like put yourself in your spot at now where you're bringing in your faith to that guilt as you've matured? Yeah, so I don't think it's like necessarily, um, especially from my perspective, like as a kid, like wrong to, because I, I guess like it was organic in a sense where I was um, like surrendering that, which I still believe like to yeah. this day that is something you should do. Like I was trying to surrender as much of that like grief and sorrow and guilt or whatever, like to to the lord and like i I didn't know that at the time (laughs) at the time i was just um very much in a headspace where i was like i feel all these emotions i don't want to so like i'm gonna just believe in that there's like something who's like watching out for Mm -hmm. me and like who can take this for me um but in a in a greater sense now like i think um i definitely used to like to cherry pick when i wanted to feel that and like when i wanted to um surrender stuff to God and I wanted to be like okay I'll surrender this to you and this to you but like all this good stuff that I like so whether it was like stuff I was doing like in relationship or like being in college like whatever that life entails you know like I would keep that to myself and be like you can have all the all the other stuff but like all the stuff that I get like Mm -hmm. highs from per se like you like I'm gonna keep to myself you know Mm -hmm. so I think um in a sense now I'm definitely um more willing to and trying to on a day-to-day basis give like a more holistic surrender you know mm-hmm. um so to me that looks like um even when i am in like valleys or when i'm on a mountain like i can still turn to god and be like you're the most important thing so like i'm gonna put you on the throne and i'm gonna put everything else on the altar mm-hmm. and we've talked about that expression before yeah. um which i heard in a sermon i thought it was like the craziest thing it was such a cool analogy that like everything in your life should be everything that's not God should be put on an altar like Mm -hmm. up to sacrifice whether it's like a good thing or a bad thing um, because ultimately if you put like your faith and your trust in the Lord who's on the throne like he'll take care of that for you you know and like he'll make sure um, not in like a prosperity sense like he'll give you everything you need and all these riches and wealth but he'll give you like truly what like he knows your heart's going to desire and like he'll instill that desire in you and then he'll like follow through on it so I think um it's almost like I've just built on where I was like as a kid and like definitely have more of a practical like knowledge of it now but yeah and like one thing to think of is just having faith of like a child or just like being so willing like putting your whole heart into something and that I would say as we grow is something that's been like challenging it's like how do I solve this faith of a child where it's like I am like all in with this, um, not like being naive as like maybe a child would be, but now as like becoming adults, we're like, yes, like we are all in for this. This is what we are passionate about. This is our faith. And like, we're showing so much love for that. Um, 
So a lot of that stuff was pretty developed, and I would say like that has taken you time to learn that, and I would say it's taken me time to learn a lot of that stuff as well. Um, so when do you think you've been challenged to learn stuff like that? Because that doesn't just happen overnight, like reading your Bible, where you're like, oh yeah, like I know this, because all of our listeners mm-hmm. might not be like, they might not even be Christians at all, or they might just be in a different position than we are. They may be more developed. Like, how do you see like challenges that you face that have like led you to almost realizing that and being where you're at today? Yeah, I think everybody has, um, obviously everyone has different challenges. Everyone has different things that they go through. And because of that, like the Lord's going to use all those different things, um, and like differently to glorify him. Mm -hmm. And so just as a visualization, like where you've learned and like where you've grown the most is like, although we've done a lot of this stuff like together and like walk through life together, like yeah. we've grown in entirely different ways and for entirely different reasons. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the most like, honestly, like beautiful parts about this is that I'm never going to be able to like sit in, in your shoes and know exactly what you went through. Mm-hmm. But we both know that like how we got through it was the Lord, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really good. So for me, I think the times that like I've, been challenged like the greatest or the most have definitely been um do you mean like time in like a realistic sense like what like how old was i or like or just like an example of like what was going on in my life an example or like an event where someone or something was like like smacked you out of it a little bit um i think i lost a lot of taking my faith on my own shoulders when i was like like junior senior year of high school like I just didn't really care about it I didn't go to church at all either those years really um still did the summer stuff but like that was like a one week high where I was like yeah this is so cool then like I just gave up once I got home (laughs) and uh so I think um there's a lot of stuff that happened senior year in the summer going into freshman year of college Mm -hmm. where um I realized that if I wanted to have any sort of change in my life or any sort of life that I could like deliberately live and make in a weird sense, like flamboyantly mine, you know, like that I would look at a script like I talked about last time. And we might have a special guest. <laughs> What's up? Hey, is this yours? No. What is that? <laughs> I'm trying to make pasta, but like that was Abby's cheese, so I'm wondering if this is his, but I can't. It's definitely John's. That's what I thought. No, it wasn't by that. Oh, then maybe Ben. I'll take that. Is that craft cheese? Like <laughs> it's like a block. No, it's like a block of cheese. Okay. He doesn't know if it's his. He's not knowing if it's his. It's Jaws. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. No, you're totally <laughs> fine. You're totally fine. <laughs> Hello, world. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. That is funny. We can see if we give that in. Yeah. Go right into good transition. But that was one of our friends, Emma. Um, yeah. Gourmet cheese, baby. Gourmet cheese, that's what it's about. <laughs> that's. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I was. I realized that if I ha- wanted to have any chance at living a life that I found fulfilling and that I could really pursue what I was designed to pursue, then like that for me meant like taking up my faith and putting mm-hmm. it and, and putting it in my own hands, you know, not the hands of um, like my parents or um, any like youth pastors that I had, like it ultimately came down to me and what I wanted to do. So um, that was definitely a time where it kind of struck, you know, like struck me. And I was like, wow, I have to, I have to really pursue this on my own. And it's, it's, it's my faith, not anybody else's. So, yeah. And I would say for both of us, I would say, so you're more like senior year of high school when you're like, like, wait a sec, like 
well, like what's going on? And I would say that was around, uh, maybe I was just a little bit earlier than that, like end of junior year where I was like, wow, this is just like something needs to change. And I would say like, I don't know if our audience, there's many high schoolers, but what would you say to someone who may be going through um, like something similar? Because we know people who are going through what we did right now. So the same as our age, there's people who are older than us. Um, going through that same stuff like what would you tell someone if they maybe might have been like a lukewarm Christian like a Christian who is not really developing themselves um, in their relationship with Christ every day like especially high schoolers because that's so prevalent even with a lot of people we know who are still in high school um, I think because we're still going through stuff every day and like we still have a lot to figure out I would tell people what I tell myself every day mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's just to buy in like mm-hmm. as simple as that I mean I could explain it and I'm going to I guess in detail but in a short sense it's just to buy in mm-hmm. um, and that what like what that looks like in somebody's life like I can't know exactly but like the Lord does and for me when I had to like buy in and buy into like this relationship with Christ it meant um, dropping like a lot of other friends that I had and it meant dropping a lot of habits that I had and like mm-hmm. um, dropping a lot of like external sources of like love or um, some sort of, you know, like high that I was feeling from doing like X, Y, or Z thing, you know, like mm-hmm. I had to like drop all that and like buy into this idea of faith. But for some people buying in might look something as simple as like, um, I don't know, just like starting even going to church or like starting reading like the word for asking them. So yeah. yeah, asking questions. Exactly. Like just like having conversations of like, I don't know, intentional dialogue, you know, mm-hmm. like there's so it looks a little bit different for everybody depending on where they're at, but um, for me it would just be literally to like try, like make an intentional and deliberate effort to like pursue a relationship with Christ. And if that's something that you're like contemplating back and forth, like, well, maybe I kind of want to do this. And it's like, no, <laughs> do yeah. like, I mean, in most situations, like you experience like two or three impulses to do something like you have two or three options. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, we know there's like something guiding us to the option that we know is right innately, mm-hmm. you know? And that thing that's guiding us, like for me, like the more I've practiced my faith and the more um, that I've like read the word and stuff, I feel like that thing that's guiding me is like the Holy Spirit and, and the Lord. So mm-hmm. um, I I truly think like people know what they should do if they want to pursue a relationship. Mm-hmm. So just do it, <laughs> buy yeah, in. Like it's not, it's not a hard rocket science. It's not mm-hmm. something like to get if you see like a pastor, a youth pastor, or like a mentor, like if you even hear this conversation that like Trent and I are having, like mm-hmm. by no means think that we are some like whimsical, knowledgeable people who <laughs> no. are, have like <laughs> no. know all these deep theological texts. Like oh, no. I don't know any more than like, I don't know, probably whoever's listening about theology and religion, yeah. but like yeah. at the same time, like, I don't know, like they have, everyone has the same ability to buy into this mm-hmm. relationship with Christ. So like, do it (laughs) yeah and I think like what he's talking about is just like no just like talk to someone and I know in the last podcast I had talked about like I was scared to be judged based off what I've done like what I've gone through Um, from time to time with having like more developed conversations where I would go to someone like and be vulnerable and be like hey like I don't know this stuff but like I want to know more and just so I can make my own opinions Um, so I'd say like 
just find someone that you know. I could almost promise you that no one who's actually practicing in the faith of Christianity is going to like shoot you guys down and be like, you are like awful. Like, there's so many people who are more than willing to talk to you and just hear your story out. And you might not connect great with them and their story. Like, me being in a group on campus, like, I don't connect with everyone's story on a personal level. Like, I can be there and understand their story, but like, I'm not necessarily going to connect with every person that I talk to in their story. So, like, just talking to someone and just asking simple questions is like a great way to start to buy in and take your faith into your own hands, like you've mentioned before. Mm-hmm. I think I, anytime I would ask a question to myself, like, oh, if God's real, then like, what about this? You know, I would think, oh, like I'm drifting away from my faith. But it's mm-hmm. like in reality, sometimes those questions like really just highlight the fact that you're trying to develop an understanding. And even something as simple as that is like wow like that's progress you know Mm -hmm. like you're asking these questions because you're interested and because like someone's planting those seeds in your brain to ask those questions you know and and for me like it started a lot with that and I was like well you know if God was this like why did all these bad things happen to me or like whatever and like now I can kind of look back and see like wow like he used those to glorify Mm -hmm. him and like those are the things that I tell people about when I have a one-on-one conversation as to like why I believe like I tell them about all those bad things and Mm -hmm. I tell them how I was like super low in times X, Y, or Z, but like what brought me back and like mm, what, like yeah, I've yeah. learned so much about myself and like how to love others and how to like truly like be a friend and like sh- like demonstrate empathy mm-hmm. is because of my relationship with Christ, yeah. you know? Yeah, so I don't know if I like did this on the last episode, um, but like there's a order of things that have happened in my life where I was like, some of it was good, some of it was bad, but ultimately like, this crazy like unique path that my life has been has brought me exactly where I am today being around the exact people who I'm with every single day um, people who encourage me um, I've been challenged in my faith by different people all because of this like one unique path that like God has had planned for me like since forever um, would you say there's like have you been able to see what your path might be because I know that path is blurry until you really sit down and do like a timeline of your life like I've done that um, a couple times now where I've just been challenged like um, my youth pastor in high school he said to make a timeline before I was baptized and like as I was writing a lot of stuff down just like events that happened in my life I was like whoa like really all of that's happened and there's been so much good that's come out of it do you have a story like that or do you think you're still on the side of not seeing all that stuff line up yet Either is good. Like, either is good. It doesn't even matter if you don't know yet. Yeah. Um, I think, short answer, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think there is, for me, when I look back on my life and I look back at the experiences I've had and I look back at what I've learned and who I've shared those experiences with and who I've learned from, mm-hmm. I can definitely see, like, the purpose behind a lot of those experiences and what has happened. Um, mm-hmm. I can see how you know, like me meeting someone and like, so there's like a, a lot of mentors that I had when I went to that camp, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I went to that camp, this middle school camp, I didn't want to go because the friend that I was supposed to go with, like, wasn't able to, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, mom, this is dumb. Like, I'm like, I'm super nervous. Like, I don't want to spend a week out in the woods. Like, yeah. And, know, I, and he re- was going to be a camp counselor with me <laughs> if he didn't go to this camp. So no, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm talking about when I was a camper in middle school, oh, you're a camper. when okay. I first okay, went to this camper. camp. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When I, I first you. went to, the, but that too. But <laughs> when I first went to this camp, I was like, 
a sixth grader and I was like, I'd rather just play video games. Talked about that <laughs> before. <Yeah. laughs> and, but you know, like I did that. And then luckily that spiraled me going to this thing called like fuel at my home church oh, sunrise yeah. in Fort Wayne. And I met like so many of the guys that are like four or five years older than me that like have discipled me and yeah, like truly been mentors for me for the past like yeah. six or seven years now, which yeah. has been like one of the most, like mm -hmm. fulfilling and like weird experiences because when I think about how I'm friends with them and like when I go back or when we're all back in Fort Wayne I'm like and I hang out with them I'm like this is so weird yeah. but like it's so cool that I get to like do like parts of life with these guys mm -hmm. and stuff like that um but yeah I mean I definitely have seen a trend that has brought me to like where I am today and mm -hmm. I don't think like I could have like, I can't sit here and look forward and say, like, oh, I can see, like, how this path gets carved out, mm -hmm. like, after this, you know? Like, sure. and, but there's also some sort of um, comfort and, like, being able to take things day by day now. Like, knowing that, because I don't have to put my trust that tomorrow's going to deliver something good. I just have to put my trust mm -hmm. in someone that I know always delivers good, mm -hmm. which is, like, if you think about it, a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's a yeah. lot there's a lot more joy you can find like when you try to like when you do put your faith in something that like continually delivers results rather mm -hmm. than like in your own ability that you think you have to like make tomorrow the best day you know because yeah. like that's not like, <laughs> yeah. I, what, what I think is best for me yeah. oftentimes like has not been and that's something that I've seen so I think ultimately yeah yeah yeah, and, like, what you're hitting on is, like, where you put your strength in. And we, like, talked about it right before this podcast, how both of us have been, like, struggling, or at least I know I have personally, with, like, what do I put my strength in? Like, do I put it in myself or do I put it in God? And, like, he's saying for us, like, we believe that we will always fail ourselves. And, like, at the end of the day, like, we are not strong enough to resist, like, temptations and sin. But having, like, God on our side and inviting him, um, to be there with us and strengthen us is where we find that like we are able to do what we do and then also we're glorifying God um, through following his will yeah absolutely and, yeah so I guess like if we're since we like, talk about mindfulness a lot on here and it's like pretty important to us um, where have you seen your faith like be a part of your mindfulness and that can be like day to day mm -hmm. like what you do um, that could be like weekly where your goals are at, monthly where your goals are at. But like, how do you see mindfulness, mindfulness in your faith, um, like work together? Because I think both of us know like those two go pretty hand in hand. Yeah. Um, I think the most obvious one for me is is prayer. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, if you look countless times in Scripture and in the Gospels, like Jesus goes to like the Mount of Olives and just like prays for like. Mm -hmm however many days you know for yeah. a long time by himself and mm -hmm. there's a lot of comfort that I've been able to find in praying in situations where like even before this podcast like I'll say a quick prayer like give me, you know like give me the words mm -hmm. <laughs> to to like best glorify you and yeah. like to really like speak to truth to this topic and um there but also like sitting and praying before I eat or when I wake up or before I go to bed or whatever mm -hmm. like there's a lot of mindfulness in prayer and I think a lot of that also has inspired me to like do a little bit of prayer journaling, which has been something that I've found to be very cool in my life because I can like sit down and realize kind of like what I have been praying about and what conversations or whatever I feel like I've been having with um, my relationship with Christ. Um, but also mindfulness, um, 
even though you just talked about the whole strength and values mm-hmm. thing, really comes from the idea that I am trying to put as much of my strength in the Lord as possible. Yeah. And because I'm like, do have that faith in him, I think it's easier for me to be mindful about the things that are truly important and the things that he wants me to be mindful about, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if I had to be worried about um, whether or not I was going to be, like, in a, like, sleeping tomorrow or, like, or like eating later today or, like, being in a situation, like, the blessed, literally so blessed situation that I am, like, if I had to worry about that or if I had to worry about whether or not I was going to have love and, like, care from friends or, you know, anything, like, then I, there's no way I could be intentional about, like, being empathetic with others or, like, there's no way I could be intentional about, like, reading the word or, like, bettering myself, you know, like, because I feel like I've been able to put so much, like, literally all of all of that I have to, like, give into this relationship with Christ and I've been able to um, really, like, focus on the thing that matters to me most mm-hmm. and, like, that he, you know, like, that I feel like he's telling me to, like, look into and... Um, to develop in my life and stuff so it's definitely like a two-way it it's a relationship ultimately like that's the thing that I'm trying to (laughs) trying to get across is like this is like a living breathing relationship Mm -hmm. and I know like that kind of sounds crazy and when I heard that and like still sometimes when I hear that I'm like that's like what does that even mean like you're just talking to a wall like (laughs) or like you're talking to your plate right now like stop like sit up and be normal pull out your phone go on Instagram (laughs) and call it a day all right stop but Uh, I mean like I I can't explain it like mm-hmm. other than that to me it's it's this relationship that never has and like never is going to fail you mm-hmm. know and that's what and like the worldly I guess or like relationships and friendships that I've found through like my faith and the like all the love that I've been able to experience from it is like literally unlike anything else mm-hmm. you know and like that's something we've talked about and that's something that was like our last Instagram caption, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. this, this like friendship that we have and like that we have with like the rest of our group and stuff mm-hmm. is literally binded on and rooted in something that is not designed to fail. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. End of sentence. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's, that's really awesome though. That's really cool to reflect on and think through that, especially as like Christians who are still, we're still young in our faith. Um, so I'd say as we come to a close now, I think we've both in a posi- been in a position where we have been in like almost like a rut where we just not have we have not been making great life decisions, um, but we are able to like see through those situations. So I want to ask like, is there anything that you would just encourage someone who may feel like they're going through a rut, or they may feel that it's just like <clears throat> stuff's not working out right now? Like whether it's with friends, um, it's family, like whatever it may be, do you have any like advice? And that could be for Christians or people who aren't Christians and are just listening, like just any little bit of life advice, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think the worst thing I can try and do and ask this question is think like, Oh, cause that, when you first, I, I heard the, the path you were going down. I was like, Oh, like what advice am I going to provide to these people? And it's like, <laughs> well, like, what can I say that will lead them to Christ or that will lead them? And it's like, that's mm-hmm. not like right now. I think, I don't know where people are at and like I don't know like where people's hearts are and Mm -hmm. like where what time it is for them to like accept Christ or to do whatever in their life you know like that's not for me to say and that's honestly not for me to know Mm -hmm. um but I think the best thing the best advice that I can give um is just 
like a to know you're gonna get through it you know like but also just to like hmm I'd probably say like find find others like I was there's a lot of times where I was in like valleys or like whatever you want to call them like in the ruts or whatever and like I mean we weren't even like friends really like when I was going through a lot of that stuff but Mm -hmm. just having like my sisters or like my mom or whatever like just try and find someone that's gonna like hold your hand and like be empathetic with you Mm -hmm. you know like we're gonna (laughs) actually it's one of our (laughs) one of our next episodes (laughs) good transition is about is gonna be about empathy but um man I cannot like because you'll see I think if you have a friend that is truly empathetic and and doesn't just like ask you how they can they don't ask you how they can help lift that rock like they just walk under and 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 lift the rock with you you know like that is huge and I think the more people experience that um the more they're able and willing to do that to others and that's how that's how the world goes around, baby, <laughs> you know, and, mm-hmm. and I can't, like, I'm not super whimsical. I can't think of anything else on the spot, but That's what it, great. what it all has boiled down to for me is, is having those relationships with other people and having, um, having those people in my life that have really been able to like be empathetic and doing that with other people is also like super fulfilling as well. And like, I don't know, even sometimes when I was in a rut or in a downturn, like I would just turn to somebody that I also knew was like mm-hmm. kind of in like a bad spot and like yes misery loves company and like you don't want to just be like oh like life sucks together but mm-hmm. you know like working through something um together with somebody is is super mm-hmm. rewarding and like I think you learn a lot about yourself and your beliefs and your values and stuff when you do that so yeah that's awesome just like raising each other up yeah that was, that was awesome that was a lot of good stuff that we shared <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. Andy and I had a great time talking about our faith over these last two episodes, and we really hope that you guys take something away and can see that we're just trying to be vulnerable with you guys and what we truly believe in. In our next episode, we're going to be talking about empathy, as Andy alluded to in this podcast. So we look forward to creating that next episode, and we thank you guys for all your support.